On today's episode, we are doing a firearm review of the Glock 19. Welcome to the Mind Your Self-Defense Podcast, where my goal is to teach men and women how to gain confidence by connecting to their inner badass. I am your host, Sensei Andrew. I am a black button Krav Maga uh, NRA firearms instructor, a U.S. Navy veteran, and owner of Rise Above Self-Defense. By using interviews with industry professionals, self-defense students, product reviews, and personal experience, I can help guide you to your badass. Hope you guys had a great week. Um, this is the last Wednesday of January. Can you believe that already? Um, so today I am doing a firearm review of the Glock 19, also known as the G19. Well, what can I say about the Glock 19? Besides the Beretta 92FS that we reviewed a couple weeks ago, Glock is probably the next most popular iconic handgun um so if you listen to the beretta review glock is the new beretta in the sense of the popularity and uh the use with the police departments and and uh Stuff like that. It's not military like the Breda. Glock never had the military contracts. Uh, now they actually use the SIG 320 is the military gun. Uh, that one has popularity with civilians, but nowhere near as much popularity as the Glock. Uh, the Glock is like the Lego of pistols because there's so much stuff that you could buy for it. I mean, you could buy a stock Glock. Right now, uh, right now we're doing a review of the Gen 5, which is the newest version of it. Uh, in California, we're limited to the Gen 3. On average, they cause they run between five hundred and six hundred and fifty dollars for your average Glocks, okay, um, which is not a bad price. A G nineteen is a subcompact. You're gonna have a G seventeen. You're gonna have a G nineteen. You have G twenty. You have you got so many different variations. The G nineteen is a nine millimeter, just like the G seventeen. The G17 is a full-size pistol. The G19 is a little bit smaller in size, okay? <clears throat> so, they're both, the G19 and the G17 are 9 millimeters. Uh, they have a safe action um, safety, which means that there's a little tongue on the trigger, and you have to squeeze the tongue in to be able to activate the trigger so if you drop the firearm and that little tongue is not pushed in the firearm will not go off okay the magazine capacities you could get 15 round magazines you could get 17 round magazines you could get 19 round magazines you could get 24 round magazines you could get 30 round magazines 31 round magazines 33 round magazines and of course the california 10 round magazines 
okay? But if you buy a Glock outside of California, it's going to come with one or two 15-round magazines. The barrel length is 4.02 inches. The weight without the magazine is 21.16 ounces. Uh, the weight with an empty magazine, so that means it's the gun, you put the magazine in, but the magazine is empty, it's 23.63 ounces. The weight with a loaded magazine, I'm assuming a 15-round magazine, is 30.16 inches. Okay? Um, it's not a heavy firearm. Where if we were to look back at the Beretta, I remember, if I remember right, it was like 33 ounces. That was the firearm. Not loaded. Okay? So... It's probably maybe 37 ounces, so seven more ounces heavier with the loaded magazine, the Beretta uh, versus the Glock. One of the things that makes the Glock so good is the simplicity, okay? Um, the Glock was one of the first striker fire guns to ever come out and they pretty much perfected the striker fire uh what i mean by striker fire is that if you look at the back of the glock it's square it does not have a hammer on it like the beretta does it doesn't have that little part that you push down with your thumb or that moves when you squeeze the trigger um so it is a striker fire, which means that the firing pin is on the inside of the firearm. So there's nothing on the back. So it, that's why it could be smooth. And uh, it was designed with concealed carry in, in mind. So you didn't get that part snagged on your clothing. Uh, since then, there's been a whole bunch of striker fire guns come out, came out. Uh, you can't go wrong with strike fires are good they're reliable same thing with the glock the glock is very reliable uh i've put a lot of rounds through maybe maybe about eight thousand rounds ten thousand rounds through the glock uh i haven't had any issues with the glock uh, they don't take a lot of oil Maintenance is really easy. Um, Takedown is a little tricky if you've never done it before. Um, so the biggest thing that I have with the Glock is that when you're taking it down, when you're taking it apart, it has the takedown levers you have to hold down, but you have to squeeze the trigger afterwards to release it. If you don't know that little trick, it's a pain in the ass to take it apart. But once you get that little trick, you're, you can have it apart in like three seconds. Uh, but yeah, if you don't know that little trick, you could be playing with that gun, trying to take it apart and get frustrated real quick. Um, that's the only issue I have. But you have an empty magazine. You know there's no ammo. There's no nothing like that. So... There's no problem with you squeezing the trigger if there's nothing in there that's going to go off, okay? So one, whenever you clean a gun, 
You always make sure that it's empty. You shouldn't even have ammo in the same room. There's no reason for ammo if you're cleaning a gun. Okay. Uh, with that being said, like I said, the, the Gen 5 is the newest generation. Uh, it hasn't changed too much from the Gen 3. Um, you could, like I said, if you could buy so much stuff for it. It's, it's, you could buy the gun for $500 and spend, you know, $3,000 on add-ons. There's that much stuff for it. Um, if you're not going to use the gun for anything other than self-defense, it is a solid option. Pay the $500, $600, whatever it is. Like I said, they run between $500 and $650 right now, depending on where you buy it. Uh, that's not including the fees. That's the gun, the price of the guns. Um, so it's a very solid pistol. What makes it intriguing to a lot of people is the add-ons. So you could buy so much stuff for the firearm and make it however you want um but if you're not gonna if it's if you're only gonna buy one gun to keep forever and ever and ever the glock is a solid choice depending on you there might be other guns out there that might do the same uh job a little bit better uh, for around the same price. I'm not telling you not to buy Glock. Glock is very, it's a very reliable firearm, just like the Beretta, just like Ruger's. Just like, it's just there's so much. Firearms are so personal, people. That's why you need to find the one that suits your situation. But the Glock. Is rock solid choice if you're looking for uh, a self defense firearm. Same thing with the Beretta, same thing with Ruger's, same thing with Smith and Wesson's. You have to go if you take a firearm class. Most gun, most classes are gonna teach you on a Glock. Okay, um, so shoot it shoot a glock you might like the 17 more than the 19 you know it's it's just you got different let me break down the styles you have you have the full size which is the 17 then you have the next one down which is the 19 and then you actually have uh a shorter one which is a compact the compact and the gun the glock compact is uh, let me see so the so you got the G45 which is smaller no hold on uh Yeah, the G45, which is smaller than the G19, okay? 
So there is uh, you you just have to hold it in your hand and see um, how it feels. If it's not comfortable in your hand, you're not going to train with it. And if you don't train with it, you're not going to get proficient with it. So I really recommend that you guys go to a shooting range that rents guns or take a class and shoot these guns to see how they feel in your hands. If you guys train with me, I do have a class coming up in March. Um, you will shoot the Beretta, you will shoot the Glock, you will shoot the Bursa, you will shoot a lot of these guns that I've done reviews on, uh, I own because they're very reliable guns and I like them a lot and I get a lot of feedback from a lot of students and a lot of students purchase guns that they've used of mine in class because they like the way they feel and they, they like the simplicity of the maintenance and, and all that kind of stuff. So um, if you guys want to take a class with me, I have one March 30th. Uh, you could go to the website and sign up. And like I said, you will shoot the Bursa, the Super 380. You will shoot the Ruger 22. You will shoot the Beretta 92FS. Uh, you will shoot the Glock. Uh, you shoot a SIG. Uh, so you you shoot uh, a variety of guns. You will shoot the 1911 45. So you'll get a lot of chance to try out different guns in one setting. Um, not all shooting ranges rent guns to shoot. The ones that do are always going to have Glocks. Okay. Um, I have a Glock Gen 3 because that's what's legal in California. Once the Gen 5s are legal in California, then I will upgrade to the Gen 5. Uh but the Gen 5s are, I mean, the new Glocks are nice. The, the, the Gen 5 over the Gen 3 is, the Gen 5 is not ambidextrous. I'm sorry, the Gen 3 is not ambidextrous. Uh, the Gen 5 is. So the Gen 5, I could change the mag release. That's the button you push for the magazine to fall out of the gun. <clears throat> I can change that and make set it up for a left-handed person where on the Glock uh, Gen 4 and down, you cannot. So whether you're lefty or not, you have to learn how to use the magazine release. Um, or on the Gen 5, you have an option to flip it over and make it uh, friendly for left-handed people. Uh, so that's a cool thing. A lot of the guns are starting to do that now. So even um, the SIG 320 has that situation where you could set it up and flip it and make it uh, make it friendly for for left-handed people. Um, I am left-handed, but I've been shooting with my left hand so long that I got used to releasing magazines 
you know, not the standard way. It's not as easy for me as it would be uh, for a right-handed shooter. But I've been doing it for so long, I already figured out my own way to do it. Um, but it would be nice to shoot a gun that's set up for left-handed people. Okay, and the Gen 5 does offer that. Um, you could get it almost anywhere. Uh, it comes with your standard Glock sight. It has a front sight dot in the front. And it has a U-shape in the back. Um, then it also has... Uh, where you could get the, 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 not the, um, what do they call it? Uh, the three dot sights. So instead of having the U shape in the back, the traditional Glock, uh, break, um, sights, uh, you could have where it has three dots, one dot in the front sight and then a double dotted red sight, uh, rear sight, um, Glock also has a system known as MOS. Uh, and what that is, is you could buy the gun set up MOS, which means that they already cut the, the slide is already set up so you can put a red dot on it. Um, so you could buy the, you could buy the, the um the slide already milled instead of buying the traditional slide and then taking it to uh, 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 a gunsmith and having it mill it down so you could put a red a red dot on it if you buy the MOS version of the pistol then it's ready to put a sight on it you could buy your sight and mount it that same day you don't have to take it to a uh, a gunsmith or anything like that uh, if you do end up going with the red dot uh, system Glock is a very solid platform for that uh, my Glock does have a, a red dot on it so it is a MOS um, it's worth it people I think I'm gonna do a whole. I think I'm gonna do an episode on red dots. Um, so yeah, I do recommend you you guys look into a Glock. Uh, but the best way to really find out if the firearm is for you is to go to a, a store, hold it, rack the slide, uh, load it, unload it. You could go to any gun store and they'll give you practice rounds. So they're dummy rounds that are not, they're inert. So you can't fire anything. And you could load and unload the firearm in front of someone there. Uh, you could even take it apart. They'll show you how to take it apart. Um, just so you could get comfortable with it. If any part of it is not comfortable to you, then look for another firearm. That's what that's what I recommend. Okay? Is that you need to you need to find a firearm that is reliable, comfortable. Cuz if it's not reliable and comfortable, if it's not comfortable, you're not going to use it. So you need to find something that fits your hands really well. The weight is not heavy. 
then if you get a chance, you can shoot it to see how it feels under recoil. Okay. Um, so I could recommend, you know, a Glock. I could recommend a Smith & Wesson. I could recommend a Ruger, a, 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 um, a Beretta, whatever. But just because it feels good in my hand, it doesn't mean it feels good in your hand. So this is why you need to hold the gun, move it around. If you get an opportunity, shoot it. Uh, just so you could see, does it really feel good in my hand as, you know, Andrew said it does or whatever. <clears throat> I have pretty good sized hands. So, you know, I like firearms that have a lot of room for my hand. Um, the G19 does that. A G17 is it's a full size, so it has more room for my hands but i can i can live with what i have on the g19 okay it's not so uncomfortable where i'm not going to shoot it same thing with the bursa the bursa is probably half the size of the g19 and my fan my hand still fits pretty comfortably on on that gun so i have no problem using it um there are some guns like the Ruger, the little Ruger twin SR22. My hand is way too big for that gun, but I've been shooting that gun for so long. I know how to manipulate it to where it doesn't feel uncomfortable in my hand. Um, so there are some guns that sell back straps, and I'm pretty sure the Glock comes with the back straps. And so what that is, is that the part of the grip of the gun you could change out sections because if you have a bigger hand, you could switch it to a different size. If you have little small hands, you could change it to a bigger, to a different size, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you have big hands, you could make the, the grip a little smaller to accommodate your hand. If you have small hands, you can accommodate, you can switch the back of the grip out to make it bigger. So it'll, cover, it'll be comfortable in your hand. It's all about comfort people. If it's not comfortable in your hand, when it's unloaded, it's not going to be comfortable in your hand when it's loaded and when you start shooting. So do that and um, hold the gun in your hand. Most shooting, most gun stores will let you pick up the gun, hold it in your hand, even load it and unload it, and maybe let you take it apart. Or at least they'll take it apart for you and show you how easy it is for you to take the gun apart. Okay, so I do recommend the Glock. If that's the only one that you're ever going to buy, it's a solid investment. You could buy it and live and it'll outlive you and your kids and your kids' kids and your kids' kids' kids and kids, you know, pass that thing down. Uh, just make sure they train with it. Okay, so I want you guys to check it out, fill it, hold it, handle it, load it, unload it, and if it works for you, 
you know, purchase it. If it doesn't, look for something else. There is a gun out there for everybody. You just have to go and search around and play with it. Okay? On next week's episode, I'm going to give you a parent's guide to keeping your students safe during spring break. So remember, like always, if you want to get a hold of me for any questions, comments, collab ideas, you can reach me at andrew at riseaboveselfdefense.com or you can visit the website at www.riseaboveselfdefense.com. And remember, only you can unleash your inner badass. <laughs>